confusion even now coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. The reason being is uh, different laws and rules and regulations and guidelines from different agencies, both at the state and federal level, don't all align. So as businesses are trying to get back to normal, whatever that looks like for their business, it's challenging because you might have a rule from the state that's contradictory to something from the federal level and vice versa. From the most powerful voice for business in Michigan, the Michigan Chamber Business Brief. Today, joining me, Wendy Block, the Vice President of Business Advocacy and Member Engagement. Wendy, always good to talk to you. Uh, good morning, Steve. Thanks. Good to have you. I mean, there is confusion. And so because there's confusion, some companies don't know, should we do this? Should we not do that? I mean, there's a series of laws that were put into place at the state level, certainly, uh, in 2020, updated once or twice, that don't comport exactly with what's being said by the CDC and others that um, have some control over what we do. There's confusion, right? Yeah, there sure is. So uh, going back to 2020, you know, kind of that year we all want to forget, uh, Michigan put a series of laws into place uh, regarding employers and employees. And one of those laws said that uh, employers cannot take adverse employment action against their employees if uh, they need to stay home because they're either quarantining or isolating. Uh, the problem with that law, though, fast forward to uh, May of 2022, is that that law is grossly out of date with what the CDC requirements. And so uh, it's putting employers and kind of employees between a rock, rock and a hard place. They're, they're really wanting to follow CDC guidance. Um, but th- we have this Michigan law that contradicts CDC guidance at this point. And if they don't follow that law, this uh, Michigan-specific law puts them at risk of being sued by by employees. And so uh, we're calling for a repeal of, of the Michigan law and for Michigan to continue to follow CDC guidance at this point. Well, and, and of course, you're looking out for, you know, the companies, the thousands of members of the chamber, plus all companies and people in Michigan, which uh, we appreciate. Uh, are you getting traction? Are, are people listening? Do you, do you think that people understand the problems because of the disconnect between some of these uh, laws and rules? Yeah, um, I think we are. I think there's a lot of people that are scratching their heads saying, but wait, why do we have this law that says this when the federal government is saying to do this at this point? One example of this is that this law doesn't even recognize the difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And I know that can be a touchy subject, but really when you start talking about vaccination rates, especially when it comes to exposure to COVID-19, the federal government says you can continue to report to work, that you just need to wear a mask and you need to test on day five. This law doesn't even recognize that uh, kind of alternative or that that's even in place. And so it says, nope, you need to stay home. Uh, And so that can sometimes not work in the employee's favor, right? Especially if they've burned through all of their PTO time, they don't have any time left in the Right. If an employer is saying to them, no, we need to follow this Michigan law, and they're saying, wait, no, I want to come to work. I want to follow CDC guidance. And the employer who is trying to play it safe, they don't want to get sued. They're saying, no, sorry, my hands are tied on this. You need to stay home for the full 10 days. Uh, so that's one example. And I think there's a lot of people out there who recognize that uh, repealing this law is not only uh, kind of beneficial to the employer in the business community, but also benefit to employees who want to just, you know, follow the science. They don't want to be stuck at home for 10 days needlessly without right. any pay. I guess I'll be a little jaded here in the, in the, in the uh, other side of the coin on this one. 
Uh, I mean, we've all met employees along the way that might want to game the system a little bit and say, oh, you know, I was exposed. I gotta, I've got to stay home for 10 days when the employer's like, no, I need you to come into the office. Well, you know, I'd love to, but gosh, I just can't. That's also problematic, isn't it? It is. And, you know, this law that we're talking about says to employers that they can't take any sort of adverse employment action against an employee if they choose to stay home or they do stay home because of exposure or because they have COVID. And, you know, that that is good on one hand. You know, we, we don't want people to get fired because they have COVID. Agreed. Uh, but there are other laws in place that kind of protect those things as well, including our uh, state-specific OSHA law. So, even without this, employees do have some protections and employers do continue to have a duty to keep a safe and hazard-free workplace. Um, you know, but I guess it to, more to your point, um, if an employee wants to game the system, you know, they're probably going to find ways. But we don't want to uh, create a situation where you're putting everyone between a rock and a hard place. Right. And so that just uh, underscores the need to streamline these rules, laws, and guidelines so that everybody's on the same page and everybody knows what the rules are and they know what's allowed and what isn't. That seems like a pretty simple ask, really. And so hopefully um, we can get some traction here. So I guess you're appealing, to, again, to the state lawmakers to say, listen, can we do something to, to clean up these these guidelines, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So last week, uh, a House committee had a hearing on these bills. I think both sides of the aisle realized that what we have in place right now uh, really doesn't make a lot of sense. It isn't really workable for employees and employees. Uh, we are hoping for a vote soon on those bills in committee and that they will go to the full House for consideration and then on to the Senate and hopefully on to the governor's desk. And hopefully on to being normal again. Yeah, just yeah, on to being exactly. normal again. Wouldn't that be nice? Wendy Block, she is sure. the um, vice president, business advocacy member engagement at the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. Wendy, as always, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Really appreciate it. There you have it. You can always find out more, by the way. And, and I tell you this, I every company I've had in Michigan has always been a member of the chamber because of, you know, the kind of support they give to business, plus the resources that you have with a with an organization that has thousands of members. The resources you have, questions to be answered, other things you wouldn't normally think about potentially, michamber.com to find out more. If you're a business owner, you should be a member of the chamber. For the little bit of money that, that, that you put in, the amount of resources you can get back, and the bigger your business, maybe the more bang for the buck you get. It continues to multiply and get better the bigger you get. michamber.com. MIChamber.com is the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. All right, so the temperatures are finally getting just about right. In fact, they are right in many places. For what? For that spring magic. Morel mushrooms. I'll talk about it in just a moment.